Season's greetings to you and your loved ones. May this Christmas be your healthiest to date. The Christmas cheer is infectious here at the Wellness Couch and we've put together one very special hamper for one very special Wellness Coucher. One lucky person who registers for any wellness-based camp event in 2019 will win a wellness hamper including a selection of primal alternative Christmas baked treats to enjoy on Christmas Day, two jars of bone broth from our good friends at Tone Made, that's one beef and one chicken, and a VIP upgrade to the wellness base camp you're attending, including front row seats, dinner with the speakers, and a whole lot more. Valued at over $400, this wellness hamper could be yours when you register for the Wellness Base Camp in Fremantle, Newcastle or Auckland. All the details are at thewellnessbasecamp.com and all you need to do is get your tickets before the stroke of midnight on Sunday, December 16. Happy, healthy Christmas to you from all of us here at The Wellness Couch. Thewellnesscouch.com streaming wellness into your lives you're listening to a quirky journey the healthy family podcast with your hosts joe witten and fuad kasab welcome to yet another episode of a quirky journey with me are two of my favorite people <laughs> one of them you know very well my good friend joe witten hi joe hello, hello how's it going do you want to tell people where we are we are sitting at Jude Bleroux's kitchen table after just having an amazing lunch of buttermilk chicken, buttermilk roast chicken. Um, what else did we have? The roasted sweet potato, Fuad's amazing something salad. Lettuce. <laughs> lettuce and buttermilk dressing salad. Oh, buttermilk lettuce. dressing. That's what it was. Yeah. And Jude's homemade strawberry ice cream and strawberry Compote? Yeah, let's call it Let's call it that. It sounds let's good. Let's call it that. Yeah, it was. Yeah. My, I was saying to Jude just a second ago, my mouth watered to every single bite of that ice cream. You know, usually you get that first mouth water, but it was every bite. So good. <laughs> what was the name of the drink that we had as well? Oh, yeah. we had a shrub. A shrub. Peach yeah. shrub. Yeah, we did. Peach I think shrub. marketing needs to do a better job at the name, but. <laughs> It could be repackaged into something. I don't know the origins of of the name shrub. Maybe you better explain what it is. Uh, Shrub is a really old-fashioned cordial. And and so back in the day when they didn't have things like all the bits and pieces that they might preserve it with, and I'm not talking chemicals, I'm just talking basic kind of ideas, they preserved it with they would take all this fruit and macerate it with with, uh, sugar and apples and vinegar and so it the vinegar and preserves it um and the sugar makes it sweet and then you strain it all off and you've got this cordial you need to keep it in the fridge because it's and it's this lovely sweet sour isn't yeah, it tangy real. that the acid and you yeah. know the other thing about apple cider vinegar it's such a good calmative um, and mm-hmm. and grounder right. is particularly good for vatas. Like if you're ayurvedically vata, it's really kind of a balancer of kind of mood. So Joe is a vata. Yeah, Joe's very vata. Can He's going to start feeding me vinegar of- constantly. <laughs> it, it, it is. It's a real and and I love it. But I love anything like sweet and sour chicken. Sweet and sour mm. anything. I love me it. Me too, actually. Yeah. That balance is always amazing. Am like, I amazing? Like, yeah, yeah, like because if, if the palate's on the sweet side too much, Ugh. it gets sickly. I don't like yeah, we also sweet. had some vanilla bean in there. Yeah, so, I, uh, because <laughs> anywhere that I can put yeah. vanilla. <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
a lovely milk. Do you have the recipe on one in one of your cookbooks or the uh, shrub? Shrub. Actually, the, the the recipe is going to be in the Christmas class that I'm doing. Oh, perfect! There you go. And What's the Christmas class? Yeah, tell us class? about the Christmas class. The Christmas class is going online. It will be available the third of December. Mm. So that's on my Whole Food Cooking Online Classes dot com site. Um, and what I've done is I've put together like a menu well, game plan, really, for three oh, weeks before Christmas. Love it. Oh, because I'm downloading with that. with recipes <laughs> and um, recipes, but more importantly, a game plan. Because one of the things that I'm really keen on this year, or one of the things that I'm kind of really keen on in my life, is I want to make space to do the things I want to do. Mm. Or and particularly, you know, this is a season of joy. Yeah. You know, like Supposed celebrate. Supposed to be, for sure. Celebrate yeah. the season, yeah. et cetera. Well, I don't know about you, but most years I just feel like I'm running around in the kitchen like a mad woman. Mm. And I actually want to have time to sit down. Like, you know, like when mm. you and you and Fu are here in person, we can go, oh, I can sit down. We yeah. can have lunch. We yeah. can actually do the joy yes. and actually share the time. Yeah. Uh, but it's very much about being organised, having a game plan, but also stacks of simple recipes that you can mix and match yeah. and use in different ways, mm. dress up or down. Mm. So that's what's in your... That's what's in that oh. Christmas class. Can you give us and some the examples in of, there. of what's in there? Are yeah, we're doing... <laughs> I'm, I'm really keen on mix and match things and I love putting a whole lot of things out that people can take a bit of this or a bit of that Yeah, because you know what I really like about that I like that it brings people together mm. sounds like your kind of food, food definitely food? they're not yeah. you're not Same. just preparing things out at the plate they're involved in their meal I agree so there's like a Moroccan feast uh, which is like uh, which is lamb kofta which I love mm. tomato jam um, sprouted chickpea falafels, mm-hmm. which is so much more digestible. You know what I also like about this approach? This one thing that I talk a lot about Middle Eastern food and yeah. what I love about it is it's a non-tangible thing. You can't really see yeah. it from just um, putting it on the table. Yeah. But by when you look at what's out there, the food is completely egalitarian. So there's no piece that is more important on no, a plate than the next that's, piece. That's a really good point. That's one thing. Yeah. And then the second thing is it's put out in a way where you have to take the bowl and when you're pouring yourself, you have to pour to the person next yeah. to you. So it makes you yeah. of service to the people around you so then you're sharing a meal in a really communal way. A really you're beautiful. actually sharing. Yeah, really right. beautiful. And you're actually mm. connecting with someone yeah. as you pass the plate to totally. them. Yeah. And it's, no matter how you know the yeah. year has been with them, if you yeah. put something in their, in their plate, you know, an exchange of gratitude. That's place. a really beautiful way of of, mm, of love that saying that because that's that was actually exactly what I was thinking about when oh. I was doing this menu yeah. is you you want people to connect that's yeah. right. and 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 talk to each other mm. um, and and the other thing that I love about eating like that is I I love it when you have lots of different flavors on your plate. Same. That's, I just that's a big part of Christmas for me because in our family everyone brings yeah lots of different things. Yeah. So then you just end up with this smorgasbord on your plate. Yeah, and and it reminds me for me I have really strong memories of like my aunt Biddy, who um, passed a long time ago now, but she used to do these amazing family buffets, and I used to love a buffet. Oh yeah, because. Buffets, you can have a bit of this, 
and a bit of that. And it's like, oh, my God. And so it's kind of this, for me, doing this kind of eating brings back a lot of bitty yeah. memories <laughs> for me, <laughs> which yeah. I really love. And yeah. it also takes out the complication of, hey, I don't like this yeah. dish. Well, yeah. you've got 20 others. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. well I haven't quite Not done 20. 20, but um, I've also done... Well, you've got to come to my place for 20. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if I was in Sydney, <laughs> I would. <laughs> um, but I've also done, There's a, I think, summer... That Christmas in Australia is hot. Yes. And I've done a lot of kind of like dairy, gluten-free, uh, only because sometimes you don't want a whole lot of, um, of fat, heavy. a lot of plant-based kind of foods, only because you don't want a lot of that heavy, heavy yeah, food. It's too hot. It's too hot. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Oh, I'm excited. So how's the program available? Oh, it's available online. Uh on my wholefoodcookingonlineclasses.com. And if you go there, you'll, from the 5th of December, you'll wholefoodcookingonlineclasses.com. And if you get stuck, just ask It's a mouthful in so many ways. It is a mouthful in so many ways. It is. Oh, and I'm doing a, when the new recipe I wanted to work on all year and I finally got to is a coconut mousse and passion fruit tart. Mm. Which I'm coming back tomorrow to try. Oh, my goodness. Well, if you were here last week, I had a couple in the fridge because oh. they were shooting. <laughs> coconut mousse. So is it yeah. like a coconut milk mousse? No. Do oh. you know it's a really interesting one? So it's it's dairy gluten-free. It's mm-hmm. vegan um, without a nut crust. <laughs> <laughs> We've been complaining about nut crusts a um, bit earlier. Um, we'll save that oh, for another day. It's not gluten free because it's got an oat crust. Sorry. Okay. Um, Near low gluten. Yeah. And no, I did it with, with homemade coconut milk and a really mm. rich homemade coconut milk. But honestly, and I've given people the option to do that, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's better with the, with, I really like the AM coconut yeah. milk. It's delicious. Yeah. It's brilliant. Really, isn't it? doesn't have anything in it. Right. And it was a much better result. Right. With yeah. I am. With mm-hmm. the I am. Because yeah. of like it's homogenous. Because no, it was it's just it's, it's just a, a better flavour right. and a thicker so mm, flavour. Yeah, right. Flavour. Okay. It just bumped up the flavour a bit more. But people could do what they like. Sure. Yeah. 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 It's all about Sounds having delicious. Time. Yeah. Yes. Well, we have some questions for you from our readers. We love questions. We <laughs> love questions. Okay. So it's great um, because it makes us think about yeah, our own problems as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, some tips. Sorry, you've probably answered this a little bit with your in your class mm. thing. But what's some great potluck? Take along meals to share with the family when you go to a family dinner and everybody brings a meal. What's a couple of your favourites? Are we for not Christmas lunch, but um, pre-Christmas? Let's talk yeah, pre-Christmas. Okay, yeah. Because oh, I think that's a really lovely time pre-Christmas mm, it is. to do things. Oh, look, I have to say, our our family one is probably cannelloni or lasagna. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, yeah. that, that's it's very classic. much a, a classic. <laughs> it's easy. I can make it in segments, yeah. which I'm a big fan of. Yeah. You know, like making tomato sauce, make a double batch, put a batch in the freezer, sweat down some English, or sweat down the silver beet, of which there's lots around mm. at that time of the year. Um, everybody loves it. Yeah. So probably would prefer a cannelloni than a lasagna it's a little bit lighter mm-hmm. at that time of the year mm. and i'm thinking silver beet goat curd mm, pine yeah. nuts pesto Yum. yeah that's the kind Yum. of thing so light but lovely mm. still 
trifle always. I'm just I love a trifle. Yeah. Um, and I'd probably take. You know what else? That's, I'm getting into desserts now. But the we other thing, have a lot of desserts, right? We talked about this before. We talked about this. <laughs> the dessert that's actually not really qualifies a dessert, so allows you to have five or six desserts because if one is a jelly and one is a fruit, oh, yeah. ice cream, they don't They're count. They don't count. Dessert. Dessert. No. So, but palate cleansers. <laughs> yeah, palate cleansers. But the other one that I really like because it's and I always do every year at Christmas because it's so easy and I can do it easily four weeks ahead is ice cream mm. and you and I were talking about our ice cream mm. machine earlier mm. but I do and if I'm feeling really very loving towards everybody <laughs> I might make marshmallow one day and then like do make the chocolate ice cream and do a rocky road oh yum with ice cream yeah what like, make the chocolate idea. ice cream <laughs> And then, sorry, I, my my experience of Rocky Road is marshmallow with chocolate and nuts. Is there ice cream in there? It's supposed to be ice cream. No, no, but oh. you can make it. You, you I'm panicking here because, like, I'm like my no, whole no. world is no, no. It's, it's like, universe is shifting. Make a chocolate ice cream. Yes, and make it a Rocky Road ice cream oh. and put little bits of dark chocolate in and, and roasted no, no. peanuts yeah. and marshmallow, raspberry marshmallow. Oh. Totally doing that because um, you can do it. Ahead. Yeah, just get it in the freezer. And so yeah. usually what I do at Christmas or, or the few weeks before Christmas, because they're great to take or if people drop in, I do a strawberry ice cream like mm-hmm. we had today. Mm-hmm. I do a chocolate ice cream mm-hmm. and I do a vanilla ice cream. But, oh, you know what I did one year which was amazing? <laughs> I took those ice creams then and I did a, what's the word? Not a panna cotta. Not a panforte. What's the not panettone? You know what I'm the, meaning. The, but like, cassata. The, oh yes. Ah, okay. Cassata. So you layered them. Yes, and I oh, layered them. Yeah. I did chocolate on the outside. Yes. I put, um, and I know this is all getting carried away. No, no, it's I'll just good. bring it back to a simpler version. But <laughs> one year we love the enthusiasm. We don't want to break it. Let's keep no, going. No, no. Yeah. So and I did um, car- um, what did toffee? You know, yeah, I, yeah. I did a. Um, I can't think of the word. You know when you toffee, toffee up Caramel. nuts. Oh, oh yeah, okay. So um, uh, I can't even think of the word toffee on nuts. Like yeah, I did a caramel. Okay, caramel. Yeah, yeah, and then poured it over nuts and then set it and broke it all up. Yes, praline, praline. Okay, <laughs> I did a I did praline and and then chopped it all up and and put it in a vanilla ice cream mm, yeah for another before. layer That's so good and then the inner layer i did another vanilla with morello cherries and oh, and yum. almond extract because i i love morello cherries oh. um and layered that. but I, I think ice cream is such a brilliant everybody loves it yeah if you take it and if you and you can do it weeks ahead. Yep. Salted Joe, you've got recipes. Yeah. Salt? Salted prana, oh. exactly. Um, you've got recipes. I've got and mm. for you've got recipes. They're they're super easy. You get them in. So they're my kind of go to. Other massive family favourite um, that I would take, but but cannelloni tends to work a bit better. Is the mango cashew chicken from oh. Coming Home to Eat? Beautiful. It's easy. Mm dead easy people love it what's the basic format of that recipe it's grab a fry pan fry up a bit of onion coconut oil ghee garam masala bit of curry powder i add veggies to it chicken mango stock cook it down cook it down and what's the cashew bit just oh and 
Like, it's got cashew. It's you blend up cashews, yogurt, and tomato. Okay, and so it's that. like a creamy oh, mango wow, sauce. Yum. Oh, yum! It's really good. Massive family favorite. And, and do you eat with the, rice or yeah. yeah? Yeah. So that's a really good one to take yeah. as well. That's great because it doesn't sound like a lot of work. A lot it's of cleaning. It's super up. easy. It's a one pot. And you bulk it out with rice. And you bulk it out with rice. Like you know, I was talking about rottenest earlier when we go to Rotto. Yeah. That's well, kids call it in our family like rottenest dinner. Because <laughs> it's easy. You right. do it with what you got. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And no washing up, like very minimal. Very minimal. Which is really exactly. important during that. Yeah. But so I think that's a really lovely one to have mm. the week before Christmas. And the other one that I really like to do if I'm if I'm feeling the thing is doing gumbo yaya. Um, that's a great pre gumbo yaya. Oh, no. Gumbo. I don't know gumbo, gumbo, but I don't know gumbo yaya. Gumbo yaya is probably a bit more Louisiana right. kind of style. Okay. Um, but it's that's a great dish. You can do it ahead. You mm -hmm. can have it in the fridge. You can go out and come home and have it's been in the fridge for a couple of days. And What is it? Dinner. It's you make a roux first of all, like fat, yes. flour, brown it up. Uh, Put your holy trinity veggies, you know, capsicum, celery, onion. Carrot. Okay. Um, no, no, not in the, in that no. one. In that instance, it's capsicum, celery, and onion. Okay. And um, it has that really. It's just an old-fashioned stew, really, but it has chicken, seafood. I put prawns in it no. as well, and that's a really lovely, but a little bit more work. Mm. Um, I would say. My ones, I reckon cannelloni is the winner for taking mm. somewhere. People okay. love it. It's easy. For There's, a gluten-free version with roux, have you found any flour that works all right? Haven't done one no. with a gluten-free okay, right. version. I, I I would use spelt. Okay, right. But right. I haven't. I'm, I'm sure you could. I'd probably go with brown rice flour, I reckon. Okay, mm -hmm. that would thicken it. We used to do turkey gumbo as a okay. yeah. leftovers from the turkey. Yeah. And then make the turkey yeah. gumbo with okra in it. Yeah, I'm not an okra fan. Okay. <laughs> I grew up with okra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah my kids have okra. That's amazing. That yeah. stuff. My kids aren't that. You've keen. got to fry it first. Yeah, and yeah. then cook it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. I'm just, oh, and yeah. you don't see a lot of it in Perth either. So yeah, it's only now. It likes humid. Too. Likes that humid right. hot weather. That's But you know what else would be really good to take? That buttermilk chicken that we oh, just did. It would did. be perfect. It's dead easy. It's yeah. brilliant at so room good. temperature. That, that's one of my favorite chicken oh, recipes yeah. ever. Yeah, it's brilliant so at room temperature. So that's super yeah. easy. Makes that, the flesh really soft. Really, because the acid that you yeah. marinated in. Yeah. It's also festive, rosemary, orange rind, that kind of stuff. Lemon. Lemon, lemon, lemon. Uh, yeah. rind, yeah. But people, it's, yeah. it's, I think festive is an interesting thing, isn't it? Because I really love doing, do you know what I often think? I was going to say that it's like, It's really that, you know, you, you do things a little bit more special at that time of the year. Mm. But, but We've got a question on that. I, I don't do. know that you actually – sometimes – do you know what I think the special actually is? Not that you do a special recipe, but that you actually take time to make a whole meal. Mm. Mm. You're not rushing. You're going, I'm going to make us a delicious dinner. Yeah. And even if I have to strategize – because, you know – You could make cannelloni any time of year. It's not like it's this really special thing. But most times in a busy year, we're kind of rushing and yeah. just getting by. Mm. Yeah, let's face it. Meat and veggies. Meat and veggies. <laughs> Even though my whole get organized, which is another class that I do, is a very different approach to being deliciously well-nourished. Really, let's face it, in the end, 
there's a great joy in sitting down to a, like a whole meal, mm, sure not just a special. let's get by meal. Mm. And I think that that's the special aspect that you do is. at this time of the year. And also sitting there for like two hours all together, chatting, and that's exactly that's a lot of the specialness. Yeah, isn't it? Mm. Or having like an ice cream or something in the freezer that, or, or a little biscuit that if people drop in, mm. that you sit down, let's have a cup of tea and got something yummy to have with it. Mm. It's bringing, making moments of yummy, isn't it, really? Yeah. I love that, making yeah. moments of yummy. Yeah, yeah and, and I, I think <laughs> we, we have an added layer and on top of that as well because my wife's English and mm. they bring out the silly hats and the crackers. Oh, yeah, we so, do today every time someone drops in. No, no, like when you're uh, sitting around yeah, the yeah, table yeah, as well. Yeah, so. true. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. You don't have silly hats or crackers till Christmas lunch, though. Christmas lunch. Yeah, yes. that's right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. But, yeah. but other than Christmas lunch, I really think, I really love the week before Christmas. Mm. And because often, let's face it, visitors from interstate mm. or family come a few days before Christmas. Yeah, people are on holidays. You can't get to see everyone at Christmas mm-hmm. and on Christmas Day. And I think it's lovely to do things like that. So I, that buttermilk chicken, super easy. You could take it on a picnic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Um, so we've touched on this a little yeah. bit, but this is something we were discussing before we started recording the podcast. Someone <laughs> asked... Um, first world problems, but how to make Christmas lunch special when you eat good food every day. So really, that's what you're saying. It's the taking the time to cook those layers and have the different oh. dishes and sit down and you think I, it's like a time? I think so. I, I think in a sense we're talking a little bit about my Get Organised class now, mm-hmm. uh, which is a foundation class, which yeah. means it's 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 got a lot of whole food core whole food principles in it Mm. and background and theory and that kind of thing in it. But whole food is not just about, you know, that particular food stuff that you're eating or that it's closer to its natural state. It's it's about my really strong belief that joy and deliciousness are nutrients in their own right Mm -hmm. and they nourish you and they're critical Mm. and they're a critical part of whole food and being well nourished Mm. and there are many aspects to that you know like sitting together at a table the context in which you're eating the comfort level in which you're eating blah blah Mm. but in that get organized approach and and eating really deliciously well even on the busiest of days what you will often see is this five-minute recipe mm. or a or how can I or a whole food hack or things like that mm-hmm. yeah how can I make it quick it's not about being quick or mm. few ingredients what it's about is being organized and strategizing yourself ah, so true and, and that's what that whole class is about but in there there's a meal category that I call feeding the love big meal and mm-hmm. feeding the love big meal in that week is generally the meal that takes more time mm. and you might have to strategize yourself to do it in different bits. Yeah. Like we spoke about the cannelloni, like I would never just try and do everything at once. So making trifle as well. I would probably make the sponge yeah. and put it in the freezer because right. it freezes so easily. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably make the jelly a few day, another yeah. few days and have it sitting in the fridge because mm. it would. And I'd make a double batch of jelly because mm. it's as easy to make a double batch of jelly. Exactly. As, yeah. And then I've got jelly to it. Yeah. So, and that's just a side dish. It's not a dessert. That's it. I think this aspect of how you make special 
and how you make Christmas special is you set the table. Mm. You Maybe you make decorations with the children. Mm. Maybe you decide the menu together of what's special. So, like, it's my birthday on the weekend. That's mm-hmm. how I get to choose my birthday lunch. Mm. Yeah. And I have chose, I want, as part of my lunch, garlic bread. Yeah. And mum's like, what do you want garlic bread for? I'm like, but it's special to yeah. me. So maybe yeah. you make special. Well, it's bread. my birthday and but, I want garlic <laughs> bread, mum. You know, it's like, but it's like, Maybe for that lady, you get the family together and see what would you re- what would you love mm. for our lunch where we're celebrating joy in our life and sharing time together, and and you make it more meaningful, special that way. And it's often the nostalgic recipes too, isn't it? That yeah. you yeah. remember grandma making or. Yep. Yep. You know, for us, it's the, the pies. Yeah. And grandma always had like yeah. three or four pies on the sideboard yeah. at Christmas. And so yeah. we always do that because that's what grandma exactly. did. You know, and it's so special because you would never usually yeah. have that many pies in one city. It's exactly right. And yeah. there's, there's the, everything that comes behind that. Mm. Um, and, and I think uh, not more complex meals, no, not but, but yeah. definitely sometimes things that you might not normally do. Mm. No? During Easter, my dad used to go um, drive for an hour or so, mm. a bit longer. Lebanon is mm. very, like a small country, 220 kilometers. Drive to the other side. So, oh my yeah. God, 220 kilometers. <laughs> yeah. I'd just go down the road yeah. 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 the end of Lebanon. <laughs> yeah. 220 north to south, 55, oh and it's widest. That's so crazy. Oh my it's God. a tiny place. Yeah. Very noisy, though. Um, <laughs> but he, he used to go on this trip because during Easter we had this tradition mm. of like um, getting boiled eggs and uh, having like an egg fight, which is you try to crack someone else's egg by hitting the heads. Ah, or like, yes. Is that what you call the head of the egg? Oh, I, don't I don't know. Whatever that Wait, name was. It was a cooked egg? Cooked egg, and you crack their egg, yeah. and whoever gets their egg cracked, they lose their egg and you end yeah. up collecting eggs and you know there's a winner at the end with yeah. an egg that's intact you know and there was this type of egg that's <laughs> the funniest thing yeah and, and you know <laughs> the things we do you yeah. wanted like and you had we had a technique of knowing which egg was the sturdiest so you sort of close <laughs> right. your ear yeah. and then you tap it against oh, your teeth yeah. and if it made a high pitched sound then it's, yeah. it's going to be more sturdy than the one yeah. that sounded hollow yeah. so it boiled in the right way you know so we, uh, my dad would go especially to this place because it was a neighborhood thing. It wasn't just in the mm. family. The whole mm. neighborhood would get in on it. <laughs> and dad would buy these eggs once a year that were um, an Egyptian breed that made a much smaller egg, <laughs> but with a much tougher shell. You know? And this was a big deal for us. And that encapsulated Easter. Like that egg How was, funny. That's was really an Easter sweet. egg. Was. You know what you're kind of talking about, though? Is seasonality. That's yeah. right. And and it's like for me, Christmas is always cherries. Yep. And apricots. Stone fruit. Now mm. well, particularly cherries for me, like growing up in Perth, well, I don't think I saw a cherry until probably I was about five or six. Mm-hmm. Um, and even then only Santa would bring us <laughs> a few cherries oh. because they weren't a lot so yeah. they make Christmas for me. Like something yeah. And I think when you eat seasonally, mm, when the season comes around and in the Southern Hemisphere, or for me as a Perth mm. girl, 
cherries yeah at christmas do you have like special cheeses that you get around christmas or no. some kind of stuff no like? it's too hot all right in perth for no cheese no oh. perth cheese <gasps> no oh no there's beautiful okay. cheeses but but cheese is something you really would more i would more enjoy in autumn right and winter some christmas is too hot well a couple of years about three years ago it was 46 oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy some years not more ice cream please some ice years not fruit. and jelly but, but most years it's so I understand why you wouldn't do a roast you know like you, no, you just stick to no. the except like, in our family yeah. except this is the whole turkey year so I love this whole year. turkey oh. mm-hmm. and Laura loves whole turkey but we, but others don't. So we only get it every two years. Ah. <laughs> so it's our whole turkey Woo-hoo! year this year. Woo-hoo! And so you do it for lunch or dinner? Lunch. We okay. do Christmas lunch. Yeah, so do we. Do you brine your turkey? Yes. For how long? I brined it. I'm not doing it this year. I think Lisa's going to do it this year. Um, but when I did it and brined it, I brined it oh, probably at least 24 hours. I and do you do it in, in the fridge? Yes, okay, definitely right, yeah. do it in so the fridge. So brining for the people who are listening, what, mm. what does that involve? Uh, it involves what you do is you soak it in a salt solution and the salt goes through the meat and, um, and, and draws out and then goes, flows back in. Right. So it, so you get that osmosis where it draws out and then all the salt goes back in right. and it's evenly seasoned throughout and it tenderizes the meat as well. Oh, and the moisture is retained in the turkey. Oh, it's amazing. How long do you cook it for? Oh, look, I'm not a great turkey. I couldn't. I, prom- I just couldn't tell you that because okay. <laughs> I'm not a great meat cooker. I, I can do the meats that I can do, mm-hmm. but it's not my forte. And turkey He's cooking is, is, is yeah. I did it one year and mm. I think I did a pretty good job. Mm. Um, but I'd probably, I know, I, I, I'm going to leave it to Lisa this yeah. year. <laughs> but for those of you who struggle with a, a dry turkey, consider Oh, definitely. I think, I think yeah, turkey should brine. be brined. Yeah. Absolutely. Because okay. it's quite a dry yeah. meat. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. Let's see what else. What let's else have we, we got? Fit in a couple more questions. Yep. yep. Um, do you want to talk about how to not cause a fuss when you're visiting family and you eat incredibly differently? Um, how to enjoy and not rock the boat, but still eat well when you've got kids and all that kind of tricky stuff. I I think, and we were discussing this a bit mm. beforehand as well. I, I, I think you have to make a fairly hard decision to yourself first of all is if you're eating differently because you have a true intolerance or a a true in allergy Mm -hmm. or that and i say this with the kindest of intention Mm -hmm. um, because i really understand how tricky things are i really do but a lot of clients that i see and a lot of people that are eating in this manner don't need to be eating in this manner it's it's and and I think we can get a little bit precious about it sometime. And mm. I say that with the kindest of of because I know it's not easy. I, I really understand that it's not easy and I know you're doing the best that you possibly can and I take my hat off to you. But I think if you know that you're going into a fraught situation, like any place I go in Australia, I will get women coming up to me saying, I feel so alone. Yeah, same. Because my friends think I'm a nutcase and my family mm-hmm. think I'm a nutcase. And Christmas is not the time to, to push that button. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like 
it, it's like Christmas is about spending time with people that you love. It's like the true intention and, and sometimes forgiving them their foibles. We're all <laughs> doing the best that we can, yeah? Mm-hmm. And so when you go there and your sister says, I don't know what you bring that for, you kind of just got to be a little bit compassionate and yeah. let it go. <laughs> but I think what I would recommend is is without going into, oh, well, I can't eat that or you have to do this, is I would say make something that you can eat and take it and say, I'd love to share this with you. You know, I'd love to be involved in the cooking and I'll bring this. And I wouldn't say, oh, my God, it's dairy-free, gluten-free, yeah. everything. I'd just say, mention it. I'd love to make this. I'd love to help out. And, and what can I do to help? And I'll make this and bring it. And don't say anything, just there. And people generally will love it. Yeah. That's right. If it's um, made with good whole foods, mm, it's going to be yummy. Exactly. <laughs> and and if 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 you're not, you know, like going to have, I can't think of the right word again, but if you're not like don't need an EpiPen mm. if you eat something, just just let go a little bit, mm. you know. We're, and I think the important thing is to remember is everybody ultimately is doing the best they can. Yeah. I, for instance, thrive on a high-fat, low-carb diet. That's how mm. my body works yeah. really, really well like yeah. that. Yeah. And whenever I have a gathering, I forget about that completely. Yeah. It's yeah. not yeah. It's not a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I know maybe I'm not going to feel 100% tomorrow, yeah, exactly. yeah. but it's all right yeah. because today I yeah. get to celebrate and be with these people yeah. that I love yeah. and it's all fine. Yeah. And also with the kids, when, when we go out, we take mm. food with us. Mm. Most of our uh, people eat similarly to us anyway. Right? Mm. And... Mm. Uh, whole foods even like there's gluten yeah. in there and things like yeah. that but it's mostly whole whole foods yeah. um the kids will fill up on the stuff that is uh, good for them the meat and yeah. the vegetables and the yeah. stuff that doesn't cause them problems and then maybe 10 percent of the rest of their meal or 15 percent mm. is going to be the stuff that yep. might be a little bit problematic yeah and that's a small percentage of their meal yep. that's gone towards that and yep. it's it's fine you know they yep. might have like uh, sophie might get a little bit itchy that night or yep. something like yep. that but she's had a great day as yep. well mm. exactly. we'll see her through it and she's yeah. probably played so hard she's worn out so she, she sleeps fine <laughs> i think I, I think especially if you've got children and i've got a really good friend uh dr julie stone um who's one of Australia's top infant and child psychiatrists. Mm. She's amazing. And she talks a lot about this and she's like, in a sense, when you go somewhere, particularly if it's family and you're like, oh, you can't eat that and you can't mm. eat that and something, it's more damaging to the child. Yeah. You know, it's just like don't put that on the children or or make them feel different. Just let them, you know, if you don't need an mm. EpiPen, mm. go for it. Or if, if you have gluten... And, I mean, you can't have gluten and you get really bad tummy pains and things after, then don't. But just, but if, if you're in that kind of really difficult situation, maybe you say, well, talk about it with your sister or whoever places you're going before and say, look, I just need my daughter. She does actually get really sick, mm. um, but I'd love to contribute. And mm. what can I bring? Yeah. You know? You know that uh, story of the the king whose village went mad because the well water got poisoned. <laughs> yeah. Right, and then he at the end he didn't know what to do, so mm. he drank the water mm. as well, and he partied hard with the villagers. As well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of like that as well. You know, where like yeah, there are times when 
maybe you can't see the uh, physical damage um, mm. that's happening by avoiding the food, mm. uh, like you're avoiding the physical damage, but there's a psychological it, damage. That, and you, particularly yeah. when you're doing this in front of children. Yeah. Particularly with this, this, I see it a lot in this, oh, my child will only eat this, and, and, and you sending this kind of nirvana lunchbox to school <laughs> and everything like this. And I'm not a big fan of that. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, just just um, don't make the, fe- the kid feel like exactly. Yeah, they're so different. different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like times have changed. People now, like in our school, they completely expect that the lunchbox is a whole is a whole food lunchbox. Mm. You know, to, to mm. an extent, but they still put some packaged stuff in there that's easy, yeah. or you know, yeah. a sandwich and things like yeah. that. But like yeah. they don't feel out of place. But I think that. You know, in schools, it might be a bit less problematic than when you go to a big family gathering and you've got mm. all these relatives. With yep. everyone's got a different idea mm. yep. about what it exactly is, it. is going to look like. That's exactly, and they're all doing the best they can. Yeah, and and to just take that step back and just accept that this is the medium that you're stepping into. Yep. It's going to be a place where mm. it's going to be chaos. You know, mm. but it's going to be. <laughs> it's, it's always going to it's going to be happy chaos. It's going to be chaos. Yeah, isn't it like just going into just embrace the chaos do the best you can survive survive for the best you can but definitely it helps to take some really delicious things that i've told this story so many times Mm. but i just have to tell it quickly um having a party for my dad's birthday Mm. and um we were all deciding what we were going to take and Mm. my friend said well i'm going to take a mars bar cheesecake and i said well i might do something that's gluten-free because i was thinking well then we'll have something and Um, she's like, and back then I was also dairy free because I yeah. really reacted to dairy. Yeah. And she was like, Joe, no one will want your gluten free, dairy free stuff. And I was like, <laughs> so I didn't say anything, but in my head I was like, right. So I developed a gluten-free, dairy-free crock and bush with chocolate pastry cream and rapadura toffee and made this big crock and bush for my dad's birthday. <laughs> and it took it to the party and it was a hit. Like I didn't mention this it's gluten-free, dairy-free. This Don't is, do that. Yeah, just go just, and say, here's what I brought. You know, forget and it the just, labels. No, it just went like that. Yeah. And her cheesecake was still sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and I always say to people, just make delicious food and don't this, go on about it. This is it. And Forget the labels. It. Just take what you, just, you know, be a part of it and take yeah. something and say, oh, I'd love to share this. I yeah. bought this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's such good alternatives. Like when I had oh, the yeah. in 2014, I made this bread. Um, you know, it's a Middle Eastern restaurant, so you needed bread and I couldn't use the gluten-free. Yeah. Terrible rubbish. stuff that you get on the market. So. Rubbish. Yeah, rubbish. I was going to say crap. but I, I was going to say crap. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I developed this recipe, which is now yeah. in the cookbook. But I remember going out one day to meet the diners, and this guy goes to me, right, this is the best bread I've ever had. I'm like, oh, awesome, man. How long have you been a celiac for? And he goes, what's a celiac? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's no, real. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> this is it. All food should be, I am a big believer, that all food should be delicious or it all should be good enough to eat. And it, and and good food grown in good soil mm. and, and, and real and closer to its natural state is going to be delicious. I'm a big How fan can you of fail? delicious. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. then I, I grew up, my mum cooked great food and yeah. simple but, but delicious. And it, it makes such mm. a difference. It does. Um, so, yeah, about the delicious, guys. Yeah, and mm. don't be scared of it as well. Like this, there's you, simple recipes out there that you can make 
low stress. They taste amazing. No, they're naturally gluten free or dairy free. There's heaps or, of them in your books. Yeah, heaps of them in my oh. books. Yeah, in, in Christmas classes, my Christmas class, your Christmas class. There's heaps of them. Heaps. And and like you were saying, it's even though it's not about. Um, Simplicity as much at this time of year. If you're doing the simple things that you can go ahead and put in the freezer, oh. and you're just building up this beautiful table full of recipes, you are for when Christmas comes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Great idea. Or when people drop in. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's 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 good. Um, oh, I did, a, and there's a really yummy one that I, that is so delicious. If I had it left over for you, I, mm. I would have given it to you today. You're just constantly disappointing me. Today. No. <laughs> But it was like, you know, like you can have lots of great things in the fridge. Like this is an artichoke cannelloni and preserved bean dip, aioli. It is really good. You can put it in a roll. You can dip into it. Um, All these kind of things. I don't have an artichoke dip, I don't think. Oh, my God, it's really yummy. But it's like, yeah, you can just get your fridge sorted. Yeah. Um, with stuff that's going to work for you yeah. ahead of time, but yeah, but back to that point, they don't have to be, they don't have to be tricky. Like even just a beautiful jelly. Mm. I, I'm a big jelly fan. Me too. I saw jelly, uh, like jelly and and cream jelly, like a panna cotta kind of. Thing. I love panna cotta with jelly. Oh my god, I love panna cotta. He gave me his recipe to try. What, what is it? Um, it was a coconut panna cotta with rose water, rose water and, and orange, orange jelly. Yum. And I made six. Yum. It made six. It's so you know, good. Jelly, uh, panna cotta. Simple. I think I ate four of them. What well, I in two days? I would have eaten four of them. Yeah. <laughs> the kids didn't so get good. to them quick enough. That's so simple. So simple. I actually served it at one of the dinners. I mean, I had a yeah. dinner in Katoomba like yeah, a few months ago and that was dessert. It's a great thing to do yeah. for a big dinner panna cotta. It's amazing. Well, can, amazing. Didn't you yeah. put like, um, do you put cream and nuts and things on top or was it? Yeah, so yeah, like the way I served beautiful. it is, so um, the panna cotta was made with rose, rose water, mm-hmm. which is such a great complement to orange. Like, yeah, so, yeah. so the orange jelly has had a bit of orange blossom water, and right. the uh, panna cotta had rose water in it, which and, oh, oh, it's just so, yeah, so beautiful. And mm. then on top, some pistachios and mm. some berries. Oh. Um, and I, I'm not sure. I didn't know. I don't know if I put any maple syrup or cream. No, no cream, no okay. cream. Yeah, and it's it's just one of those flavors because the, the idea came to me was maybe when I was six, seven years old. I can't mm-hmm. remember. I came back home from school. Mm. One of my earliest food memories, and my mom yeah. had made a halbi, which is a, um, it's like a blomange from Lebanon, which is like, oh, you yeah. know, it's, it's just a it, rice flour thickened. Such classic, mm. um, not peasant is the wrong word, but very primal kind of food. Yeah, that's you know, you have milk from food. your animals, yeah. village food. Yeah, It's, it's amazing. It is mm, and, powerful, and she made like an I orange like jelly orange. from a sachet, you know, like those Jello mm, stuff. Mm. And she just put. The, I think she she made these uh, mm. like, and it, it just didn't look like there was enough, so she decided to top it with some jelly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was my first like big food experience yeah. where 
these flavors contrast. It had like this silky, creamy, yeah. Yeah, milky pudding with like a citrusy orange jelly. Yeah, and it just blew my mind. Yeah. And from then she didn't make it yeah. again. And now I recreate it for dinners yeah. and things like that. Yeah. It's, so, it's such a powerful combination. It, yeah. So simple. And when people have this it, it they just can't believe it. But there's so many simple things. Like, you know, like your beautiful cheesecake with the jelly on top. Yeah, yeah. That's a great one for this time mm, of the year as it well. It is the cherry delight. You know, there's cheesecake. just so. And that was actually the one my grand, well, my grandma made the real cheesecake yeah, yeah, with the yeah. cherry yeah. topping and yeah. that was always at Christmas that was one yeah. of the pies it was like a pie and so that was what inspired that recipe did she used to make yeah. the cherry jelly from cherries from um, no she used to, like the tinned yeah. Yeah. right oh, and, the and gelled them yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So, lovely yeah. Um, so the sour cherries the bottled sour yeah, cherries bottled, yeah, I love sour and then it had the pecan oh, crust god yeah, it was so good. I always mm. that was always my favourite one. Yeah, but mm. doesn't have to be complicated. No, definitely doesn't. Do you tell us about the books that you have that people yes. might be able to purchase in time for Christmas as gifts? Or for oh, themselves? yeah. I'm actually well, depending on when this goes up, because you've got to remember. Well, no, if they're buying them from me, postage takes a while mm. from the east coast to the west coast. Right. So I'm probably going to be cutting off probably about the tenth. Of December, mm-hmm. okay. I'll be cutting off for, for for me signing them, but I've got all books in stock because oh, you send food, them from here and sign them. Yeah, that's super whole special. Food ba- whole food for children is back on the shelves ah. as of the first of December. I'm so excited. That's such a beautiful. Book. Oh my god, so so Guys, exciting. That's a good one for presents. So <laughs> this will probably come out on the thirtieth. No, the first of December it'll be on bookshelves. Sorry, this okay, oh this perfect. Podcast, so yeah. so that'll be available, but by the end of this week. Like I've got all the other books in stock now, mm-hmm. but I'll have Whole Food for Children this week and I'll sign them. I've got elves that will wrap them Woo-hoo. and then I'll get a little Santa delivery awesome. service <laughs> to send them off and you can just, if you're interested in books, just I am still very old-fashioned. Um, I haven't got my little sales page sorted. I'm still sorting that out. It's been a big year. Yeah. But just email me, Jude, at Whole Food Cooking dot com dot au beautiful which is different from the online site i know but just email me and i'll sort you through or else you can get them in all good bookstores online um and there are some the baking book there's some Mm. really lovely ones in there yeah they're Um, beautiful books and delicious whole food from the ground up that's where we had the buttermilk yes the Mm. buttermilk chicken the buttermilk chicken and there's some lovely panna cottas Uh. in there um else is in there um if you're in the northern hemisphere i'd be doing sago plum pudding oh yum i love sago plum. i love winter food i've never had sago plum pudding. oh my god jokes i'm sorry because <laughs> that's easy okay. free too. Okay, i'm gonna cool. make that for you next winter <laughs> Done. she's gonna come visit me and make it for me it's so delicious um yeah but there's heaps and there's stuff on my blog you know great um, what's the blog Oh, that if you just go to wholefoodcooking.com.au, okay, there's a blog there. I don't do it all that much these days. But having said that, there's masses of good stuff there. You've been gone for years. Yeah. Heaps of stuff on there. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You know, you only get enough time to do what you can do, don't you? (laughs) Exactly. We know what that's like. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Jude. It was so lovely to sit at your table and record it. Funny that we ended up actually doing it at my kitchen table. Oh, that's the best. (laughs) 
This has been one of my favorite podcasts, actually, yeah. because it's. Oh, you say that to everyone. No, he does not. He does not. <laughs> Honestly, this has a very different dynamic as a podcast to ones that you do over Skype, uh, just being face to face. Don't you think that that whole sitting down at a table? Yeah. Look what happened. How many stories and came out today? Is mm. it's such a powerful thing and setting a table? Yeah. You know, do that at Christmas. Yeah. You know. That Christmas week, make it pretty. You know what I did for my daughter one year as a Christmas present, as a Santa present, because she's a grown-up now. (laughs) That week before Christmas, I thought I took her, I made her a special lunch every day and took it into work. Aww. And, like, so it's kind of like it was nothing, you know, but but it wasn't, you know, did corn fritters and a salsa Mm -hmm. and a little chocolate roulade. Everybody was jealous of her mum. But it's it's just like (laughs) taking time to do something a little bit special, yeah. That's you know, beautiful. and the special might be just that you actually going to do it. You live for, you know, you yeah. live for to those, set the table. Yeah. And it's been so lovely doing this around the kitchen table with yeah. you guys here. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jude said, I said to Jude, "We're coming to Perth," and she said, "Come and see me. I want to meet for to make sure he's not just a cardboard cutout yeah. for your pictures." <laughs> yeah. So I had to actually come to life. I was a cardboard cutout. <laughs> he said to me, no "Way, <laughs> you probably it's kind of like you have, hasn't? Isn't it? Not now." But I mean, like, like, no, no, when you started your journey and changed your journey and you started get moving into food or moving mm. in and, and that, that love of it and that life that comes from it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like um, whole foods have a vital force in them. And yeah, it's absolutely. something that we don't yeah. really speak about a lot because it's not something that you can measure. Oh, it's it's very true. But the, yeah. this is really the essence of healing as far as I'm Absolutely. concerned. It's that exchange of life force yeah. that comes from that food yep. into the body yep. and it just wakes you up in so many different ways. It does. Ways. So many. You cannot yeah. start eating food grown in good soil and and all those whole food things and not notice the, the effects that they have. Mm. You just can't. That's right. So I did come from a cardboard cutout to... <laughs> To a human being. So, yeah. so thank you so much for being Such on the podcast. Such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having us. So lovely. <laughs> and ha- can I just say happy Christmas to sure. everyone? And um, I wish you lots of joy and deliciousness at your table and in your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.